1: Baby, Michelle and Candy Kisses TV with girl Michelle. don't take it
0: personal. Yo, what's up, bro? Man from the fifth floor in the ATL, chilling with Candy Kisses TV.
1: What's up, y'all? You're watching Candy Kisses TV with
0: my girl Michelle. Hello there. Have you asked yourself what you're missing? I have. It's Candy Kisses TV. <laughs> Is another episode of Candy Kisses TV. I'm your girl Michelle C, aka DJ Make a Move. The jillaball Trades. Now, before we get started, I need you to lean in real quick and listen to this. I need you to subscribe. I'm gonna give you a secret. It's free. Go ahead and do it. That's all I'm saying. But I'm bringing you another dope talent, like I always do. Okay, I got to read off the resume because this one right here, she does her thing. Okay, you may see her on. You may have seen this hilarious actress, comedian, producer, host. On Bounce TV's Family Time, HBO's Insecure, Curb Your Enthusiasm, and Even the Days of Our Lives. You've also seen her beyond the TV screen and on the big screen with movies like I Got the Hook Up 2, Love for Sale, and Johnson Family Vacation. Beyond her acting career, she is also an entrepreneur new her. That's right, her. She's the founder and creator of Citrix Cinema Incorporated, who has won multiple awards for her star-studded projects and ripping up the comedy stages with laughter all over. Give it up for Miss Tangerine Thomas. Yay,
1: Yay. thank you, thank you Kisses, kisses, hugs, thank you for that intro Thanks for having me today
0: Please let everybody know how to find you as if they don't know But go ahead and let them know your social media handles now
1: (laughs) Oh, it's so funny, my Cash App is in here for my other show that I do I'm not begging for money, y'all, but my name is spelled Tangerine like this Like it is on my hat, I'm on all social media sites If you type this in, you will find me Official Tangerine on Facebook Official Tangerine on Instagram And just regular Tangerine on Twitter, YouTube Periscope official tangerine on Twitch. Yeah, just type it in spelled like this and you'll see my little black face, probably wearing something orange.
0: All right. So let's get into it. Well, first of all, you know, I'm gonna ask the, the obvious question I always ask, who are you named after, or was your mom just saying, okay, that's what I'm gonna go with?
1: <laughs> <laughs> my name is uh it means bringer of energy, health, joy, and light. If you put a bunch of these African syllables together. And so that's why I live my life to help people. I'm a wellness consultant. I'm, you know, super into health. I'm super into being the life of the party. I can cheer you up at a funeral. I'm just without being like over the top. She's annoying. Get away from me kind of chick. But I just try to bring light wherever I go.
0: Well, you know, what? it's funny that you say you can be the light at a funeral because that is the place that you know I'm supposed to laugh. But I'm not going to lie to you. The way my silly is set up. I've been in a couple of funerals where I'm over there cracking up and I know I know better, but I, I couldn't help it.
1: But that's <laughs> what the person who passed away would want for you to still, you know, remember their happy times and and, and gather around to have happy times in their honor.
0: Absolutely. So when did you know that the entertainment industry is exactly what you wanted to do?
1: When I was six years old and they, they all make you do that play that you do every year in school in elementary school that's when I I, that's when I knew I did Hansel and Gretel I was a gingerbread man had a cardboard cutout that I stood behind had one line and I loved the control of when I said my line the whole cafetorium started to laugh and I was
0: like oh I did that
1: I was like whatever this feeling is right here I want to create that for the rest of my life so I didn't know what it was called yet but I was like this is what I'm gonna do and I made my mind up in first grade
0: so when was your like your first time, well, other than first grade, but when you started doing it and looking at it as a profession and getting into it, what was your first time on stage like?
1: Um I took a bunch of acting classes in elementary school and junior high, so I started doing theater at Inglewood Playhouse in Inglewood, where I'm from. So my first time on stage was probably probably like fifth grade, so I was 10. And I was an adult play called The African American that was super, super dope. And then another play that the same director did right after that. So all of us kids working with those seasoned adults, like, was a mm-hmm. great acting class for us because we had to know our marks and our cues and our lines. And we watched them emote every night and you go from happy to crying and there were songs in it. It was a musical. So I learned a lot between the ages of six and ten. And then I started to take actual classes after that. And then I started doing TV when I got my second year of college, I think. Yeah. So I, um, and then I did, I, then I quit the the job that I had at Paramount Pictures and I was like, okay, I'm ready. I'm not going to have a job to fall back on. I'm not going to have a plan B. I'm just going to pursue this. And you that's what I'm What'd you say. You weren't terrified. I was, but I knew that God had me. I was like, I'm gonna step out on faith. He put this bug in me when I was six. And I've been putting it off because my mom said, go to college. So I was like, okay, fine. I go to college and I went to college and I majored in TV, film and production. So I oh. could learn both sides of the camera. Cause so I was like, I'm, I'm not going to go here, and major in engineering or psychology or something that I would be great at, but still not be happy at work. So I want to make sure I'm happy every day that I get up and go to work. So I majored in behind the camera so I could know both sides and understand mm-hmm. how everything goes and then have my own production company one day, which I now do. And then I pursued it full time. So yeah, I was scared. I had job security. I had a check every Thursday for the same amount. My bills were covered, more than covered. And I had my own little interns that reported to me. I was, And they came from the same college I had just graduated from. So I was just like, oh, oh right. I'm telling them what to do. And I, I was in class with them. But right. like, I left all of that behind. And I was like, nope, I want what I want. And did
0: you take your interns with you? Because that's what I would have
1: done. I did not because when you first start acting, it's just like when you first start doing anything. It's like working in the mail room of a corporate job and you're on the first floor. When you start acting, you're doing low budget projects and you're yeah. doing uh, things as favors for copy and credit and uh, background acting and all that stuff. So they you know not intern go report to me when I'm behind the, the main actor on the in the movie. So
0: well, you don't know. You might have somebody that be like, "I believe in you, baby. I'm riding with wherever you go." <laughs>
1: well, I got some now, but I didn't have any then.
0: <laughs> Listen, I know. Look, I've I've done the background and stuff, and um, it's fun for networking, but it is a long, strenuous day, and you'd be like, "Okay, look, I need to get more money than for this." Yeah,
1: <laughs> I did it. And I learned a lot and I networked. They tell you not to talk to the director, not to talk to the main actors and all that stuff and to stay in your lane. Mm -mm, Tangerine finna go bring her energy, joy and light over to the main cast. So Mm -hmm. I made a lot of friends, got a lot of connections, got some acting jobs out of it. I have some friends that I still have to this day also qualified for my SAG health insurance because I did it on a consistent basis and I was union. So I was making a nice amount of money every week. So I don't regret it. I learned a lot. I made a lot and I have my health benefits
0: listen, the union struggle is a struggle on both sides of the coin because I'm a licensed professional makeup artist, so you understand. I know in the and the acting thing is different, but it's it's the same beast on the makeup artist side, honey. Baby, listen, you got the hustle network and everything else.
1: Yeah, you can't <laughs> get in the union with the makeup until you have enough hours on union jobs. And, they, and the makeup people are like, well, how am I supposed to get on union jobs if I'm not union? To they don't the want to
0: put you on them. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like you're trying to get credit. How am I going to get credit if you ain't going to give me credit?
1: <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly.
0: But the networking is key, I must say. So mm-hmm. when did you decide to flip flip it over and to get onto the comedy stage?
1: That happened. In, oh, I just did the black girl. Y'all heard that? Mm-hmm. Um, that happened in 2018. Okay. I had been producing comedy shows with some of my comedian friends. I had a lot of comedy friends and I had been on sitcoms and comedic movies for years. I had done sketch comedy with a troop of other sketch comics. And then our group of like five or six comics had gone down to four and then went down to two and it was just me and this other guy dino shortay on the stage and people were like you might as well do stand-up comedy it's just two of you and when he goes backstage to change clothes you're entertaining us by yourself and i'm like no 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 no. that's too scary that's too scary i can do it if i'm pretending to be a character and i come in and i get dressed and i do something silly and you know i'm whitney houston or i'm uh i'm wendy williams or whatever but Mm -hmm. um in 2018 I was talking about a, one of the comedic shows that was on TV to my husband and he was listening to the passion in my in my mouth. And he was like, you need to start doing comedy. I'm, I'm sick of hearing you talk about it. You love it. You are serious about it. You need to start. And he's been doing comedy at that point for like 13, 14 years. And he's really, really funny. And our best friend and him ha- are, you know, I'm around them all the time. And I was just like, oh, you think? And then I got scared. And he was like, I'm signing you up for an open mic and you're going to go. What date is wor- what date works for you? And I just threw out a date and he signed me up. That day came and I was like, Oh, babe, I got a meeting with my client because I'm also a host for events. And so I had an event coming up and I, I planned a meeting at that time to get out of going to do that comedy. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Babe, I can't go. he's like, Okay, I'll take you next week. And I was like, Dope. So he <laughs> put me in his truck and brought me down there the next week. He did not let me crawl out of that truck. He made me go in there and do comedy. And they were laughing so hard at me. And they were like, when I told them at the end, this is my very first time ever doing comedy. They all were like, what? We didn't even, we couldn't even tell. And I was like, oh, that gave me the confirmation of, okay, maybe I could do this. And so it really, I just started March of 2018.
0: Now, how did you come up with your set? Cause I mean, I know you did the behind the scenes with the, you know, writing, the producing. So writing was naturally, you know, easy for you, obviously, but would you not want to get on stage that abruptly? Like, did you just say, okay, I'm just going to think of it as I get on the stage? Or did you say, okay, let me have something prepared just in case I get on this stage.
1: That's a great question. I actually used to write little jokes because I host events and because mm-hmm. people will hire me to host their event with 300 guests or 400 guests, I would think a little funny things to say in between time when I'm waiting on the DJ to do something or I'm waiting on um, the montage to start. And then I would get on stage to introduce the people on the shows I was producing. I would come up and open the whole show like, hey, this is what's about to happen tonight. And I would have a couple of things written. So I was always typing in my phone little parts of sets when I would host a boxing event or whatever, fashion show. So I had all that stuff saved. Maybe I knew I was going to start doing comedy. I had it saved. And so when I was preparing to go to that open mic, I just start pulling that stuff up like, oh yeah, let me say this and put that with that and then segue this with this. And it was like, oh yeah, I was supposed to be doing this a long time ago.
0: That's like writing a song. That's how, like that's how I write my song. I'm like, oh yeah, that would go here. So it makes total sense. I've been... I have plenty of comedian friends. It's so funny. And I, I mean, cause I just, I've been doing makeup for years. So I'm always back there doing somebody's makeup or whatever. So comedy has always been around me. Mm-hmm. And there's so many people like, why don't you just do comedy? I was like, no, that's not my lane. I don't know if I want to do that, but it's funny that you, what you said just made me think I'm like, dang, I do that. I literally, See? have. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I'm, the, the stage is a, is a whole, I guess because I've seen it from both sides. So I've seen the people get booed and I've seen and I'm like, I know I'm sensitive about my shit. So I don't think I the boo because I would want to step outside and be like, all right, let's come on.
1: Well, here's the thing. Nobody who's done four seasons of a podcast, plus all the other motivation and horoscope stuff that you do is going to get booed. You know what to do in front of a camera, you know, what to do in front of an audience. But it's good to have a night that doesn't go so well. You need to always challenge yourself to say some different jokes. Okay, that said worked 10 different clubs. Let me add this to it and let me add that to it or let me retire those jokes for a while and let me write a whole new set. And so while you're working it out, you're going to get some crickets. and You're going to get some people that are looking at you like, hmm, but you start with something, you know, is funny then you work the new stuff in the middle. Then you end with things that, you know, are funny so they can be like, okay, she's really funny. She just was working on some other shit in the middle of this. So, yeah, you're not going to get booed. You don't got to fight nobody in the parking lot booed
0: you well i, was, I don't know because i you know i'm a thug <laughs> <laughs> well, i don't have i have no problem squaring up i've been squaring up since i was three so <laughs> you got brothers you got brothers huh? you got brothers i do have a brother i'm actually from los angeles so i hey oh. look, my off your ass in a minute with no problem <laughs> hey West side so moving on who is your favorite female comedian well, obviously, because you got to toot your own horn.
1: No, no, no! I'm not my favorite. I'm still new in this game. I wouldn't even say myself. I laugh really hard at a few people. Um, Just Niche is one of my favorites. Yes. <laughs> Kanisha Bus is one of my favorites. They're both friends of mine as well. Um, Zainab Johnson for the classy, intellectual side. Um, Because Jets niche is that hood, I'm going to say what I'm not supposed to say kind of comedy. Kanisha is the same, but hers is about I'm a drunk and oh, now I'm a mom. And then Zaynab is more like, you know, I'm smarter than everybody and I'm beautiful, but I'm also very, very funny. So try not to be distracted by my looks and hear these really intelligent jokes. So I would put those three up there. Takara Hollywood is a good friend of mine. She's hilarious. She was on Bring the Funny. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of women that are doing their thing. Of course, I love Tiffany Haddish. I'm, I've been friends with yeah. her for years. So I'm excited to see where her life has gone. Because she went from just the homie that we're both trying to make it in and acting to her being a freaking A-list actor. And I'm just like,
0: oh, you're up there with them? Like, oh, my God. I'm so excited. So yeah, I love the way that she's giving back, too. Yeah. she she's ready. You, make, you be like, all right, y'all done made it. i see y'all later. But yeah. she's giving back, and that's really dope.
1: And that's because she came up under Kevin Hart and he gives back. He does specials and includes people. He's trying to put the plastic cup boys on to things. And so, yeah, I love that about her as well. And how how can you grow up in foster care and not want to help somebody? You know what I'm saying? Like, I love her for that.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's funny. You mentioned Zaynab. I don't know who the lady is, but I've heard her name so many times. I have to Google her now. Because you're like the 10th person I've heard mention her name.
1: She's very funny and very, um, she looks like a model. She looks okay. like she's like 5'11". She's chocolate. She had shaved all her hair off and was still a baddie. And she's slim. Yeah. yeah. And she's just really classy. I'm, I'm the opposite. She's very... She, her shoulders will be back right now. She was doing this interview. Let me sit up like that <laughs> now. There we go.
0: <laughs> so, so she gives it a, Very much, I have arrived.
1: Yes. Yes. Okay. And we
0: love her for it. All uh, right. Now, what is the hardest thing that you had to deal with being a comedian um, as a female?
1: Mm, you know what? I would say my journey is so different because I've heard horror stories about what comedians go through. They've had to like maybe suck dick or fuck somebody to go on tour with them. A lot of guys that bring a girl to open for them, the girls have been, you know, made passes at, or they've had to do certain things to get that spot, regardless of how funny they are. Regardless of how funny they are. And if they turned it down, they might not be allowed that job. I've heard of people, you know, having to get hit on just to get some stage time and stuff like that. But because I came from the world where I was already on a sitcom, I was already producing shows and I was already known in most of the comedy clubs that I go to in L.A., then it wasn't, and I have a husband that's in comedy, so nobody's coming at me like y'all, Yo, if you give me some head or get like nobody's coming at me like that. It's like my husband will fuck you up if I don't do it first, so
0: well see you bless you had somebody to go in there with you. It's not like you're like a single female going out like, let me do this comedy thing, like you got somebody I'm like trauma if you want to
1: right <laughs> and and I will say we have separate careers. we're both actors, writers, st- sketch comics, stand up comics, and all that. But we don't have a group email address and a group YouTube page and a group Facebook page. Everything we do is separate. So when I go to the comedy clubs and when I book my shows, I book them by myself. But most people know, oh, that's that's his wife. Like, leave right. her alone. That's his wife. And she doesn't need this. She's already made a great living. So if you tell her she got to do something for the stage time, she'll probably just go in her car and go home. So, right. um, so I don't have the stories that most girls had. Um, but it's unfortunate that, they have, that that's what society is where women are treated like. I don't care how funny you are. What can you give me before I give you the stage time? And it's like, come on, dude. So I don't think I have any, because I'm a woman stories yet.
0: And then when they introduce you, like, so now this funny lady, like, can't you just be funny? Why you got to be the funny lady?
1: Yeah. They always go. So are y'all ready for a
0: female? And it's like, look, just keep the jokes going. Just tell us who's next, bro. Just tell Exactly. Yeah. so let me ask you what, um, part of the industry do you enjoy the most? Is it more of the acting? Is it the comedy or is it creating your own projects? I think right
1: now I love creating my own projects more than anything. I was a producer. I started my production company in 2008, but I love putting out fires when you're producing something and you have a plan. It never goes that way. So you have to have a backup and you have to rehire people and you have to maybe change the time or the schedule or, you know, you got to get the graphics redone at the last minute. I love putting out those fires because I usually am a part of the stuff I produce So I get to see myself living my dream as an actor, but then also knowing that I put that puzzle together. I made sure those pieces fit. That looks great. And now with the pandemic, I've created two live shows that I have to create every single week without it doesn't matter how I feel. It doesn't matter if I'm in the mood. I just have to keep coming up with it. And when it's a success, I get to sit back and go, ah, that was great. So I think. The produ- it used to be more actor because I like the feedback of mm-hmm. oh that was great and and I loved sitcom acting in front of a live audience because it was like runway modeling or something or stage play modeling um stage play acting where you get the immediate feedback from hearing the applause from the audience or hearing the oh! from the audience. But now um lately it's it's mainly producing for sure.
0: I'm sure it's just always great to just to see your production and when you see it does well, it's like oh yeah
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: Really fun. So and what it's if- not even
1: about the numbers, because mm-hmm. the numbers are great too. But even on a show where the numbers aren't great, if I had a good time and the people in the comments tell me they had a good time, then that was a success to me. I'm like, okay, I entertain people during this pandemic, and that's really what I'm just trying to do: get everybody's mind off of all the crazy shit that's going on in the world, and let's just should I not be cursing? I'm sorry. All the crazy oh, stuff no, that's going on in the me. world.
0: <laughs> <Okay>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and just just relax and have some fun with uh, the the bringer energy, health to light.
0: So when is the um, seminar for um, Tangerine uh, Social Media Etiquette One One? <laughs> you know, it's so funny. You're out there doing your thing with this social media. Like, I'm a baby in this thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I actually get asked that a lot. So I am going to have to put something together because I do love helping people. And just like I told you, I was like, sis, you are so organized. You have so much content you're putting out. And you, this beautiful background, the beautiful beat face, like, Everything is scheduled at a certain time, and all these working pieces, and the promos coming out, and the the graphics for the flyer—like you're doing all this work, and you don't have people enough people looking at it for what you deserve. Right. And it's a it's a couple simple things I could teach you to tweak to tweak it, and you'll be like, "Oh man, I was working all this hard for nothing!" Like I, I can.
0: We well, don't talk it. about it off yes. camera because <laughs> if you're doing a seminar, you got to charge them for that. Don't charge me, but charge them. <laughs> 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 What is something valuable you learned during the quarantine time?
1: I learned that I get along well with my husband because if I didn't, we would be uh, choking each other to death and I would probably be on my way to divorce court, but we actually are really good friends before we got married. And this pandemic has made us even closer and fall asleep laughing and and stay up all night talking and stuff like that. I've learned that I, I, don't mind staying home. Um, mm-hmm. I like it here. I don't like being told that I need to stay home cuz I don't I'm, I'm rebellious, so I want to go out, but I um because you told me I couldn't go out, but actually I actually like my house. I like the comfort of it and I've learned that in the in in trying times, people look to art. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're stuck at home, you're binging a show. You are looking for a movie. And as a content creator, this is a great time for us. So I've learned mm-hmm. to pivot and to make sure that I keep putting out content to make sure that I can be of service to people and also financially benefit from it. It's it's I've learned to try a bunch of new foods. I've learned that Instacart, DoorDash and Postmates are amazing.
0: Um, <laughs> right.
1: So when I leave my house, it's really just me riding my bike around the neighborhood or me just driving my car to get a car wash and come right back home because I don't need to go anywhere because I get everything delivered every other day. Amazon, Instacart, like I should do an ad for them, but everybody in the world could do an ad for them because I know we're all using them, but I'm using them too much. I'm spending Mm -hmm. way too much on it, but I've learned that I'm grateful for them. That's That's what I've learned.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, what is your ultimate goal in this industry?
1: One of my ultimate goals is to produce my own scripted content that I'm also a part of as an actor, but it was executive producer of as well. And to have that be a hit series on a major network or streaming platform. I would love to be what like Sarah Jessica Parker starred in Sex and the City, but she was also mm-hmm. an executive producer. And that went on for multiple seasons. And then they made a movie out of it right. and then another movie. Um, I would love that kind of, of opportunity where I am on both sides of the camera and that it's a hit and that it's on a major network. She was on HBO. I would love to be on mm-hmm. HBO so I could be uninhibited. But now with all these streaming sites, you know, it could be amazon netflix fx you know just any network that would allow me to be authentic without having to censor myself that would be dope and if it's comedy and if i get to fight somebody in it too because i do action stunts ooh, if i can do ooh, something i'm like,
0: <laughs> yeah. okay.
1: I'm a professionally trained boxer and then i took action stunts classes right as um the black panther was uh, was finished casting uh-huh. and i didn't make it in there um, Cause I didn't have enough stunts training when I went to the audition, but I was like, I should have been preparing for this. I didn't know that we had a chance to do this kind of role. Cause we wasn't, we wasn't doing this before. They weren't, they were hiring white people to, um, to do stunts for people of color. Like it was just it was a weird thing that was going on, but there it's changing now. So I started late and I was like, I'm getting in black Panther too. And I didn't, but I can now beat up people on camera and in real life. So
0: that's, cool. that's all that all matters is you can throw them hands. That's all yes. that matters. Yes. If the wrong person come jump jump up to get beat down, so hey. try me if you want to. Hey, I got a homeboy. He's actually he's an actor. I don't know if you know him yet, but he's been doing uh, stuff for a long time. Kevin Walton. He's on um the show Tyler Perry Show Sisters, and he plays the um I forgot his name is Aaron on the show, but yes. he's actually a stunt man too. And I was talking ah. about him. he started doing stuff. He was like i've been doing that Michelle. I was like oh my bad didn't know, you did that. <laughs> you
1: know that level <laughs> yeah I, the show that i'm on family time there was a girl named melinda was her character but she's kj smith and she's the lead in sisters so i had to watch every episode because that's my girl and i was like she she didn't come back to family time when she got the tyler perry thing she was like oh i don't need you guys anymore i'm the lead over here
0: so bye-bye. she's not lying she's not she's she's not lying at all because let me tell you something i was blessed to actually do makeup for tyler perry um Four sisters in um, oh, nice. Oval a couple of like months ago, right? And that's the first time I've ever been on that lot. When I tell you that lot alone just makes you like, all dreams are possible. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know how I'm going to get it to this level, but it's coming though. It and just, you're already there because you amazing. were on the
1: lot. So that's dope.
0: Man, well, yeah, that's, that's the networking again. I got home homies in high places. Like, I'm not in the high places, but they are. <laughs> that's
1: great. That's great. That's good for you. I yeah, haven't visited it was, yet, but I when I saw it on TV, I was just like, Wow. Look it's at almost
0: him. like visiting um, Disney World for the first time.
1: That's crazy. It's like,
0: man. what is, in th- all this, ma- it's overwhelmingly amazing. It's just like,
1: God. <laughs> That's great. And it's bigger than our biggest lots out here in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So that is huge. And they, I know that Paramount Pictures or like NBC is just like, man, how did this brother how did his brother do this? How did he go out there and say he didn't need us and make his own, and then he made it bigger than ours and now he's can...
0: quick too
1: yeah, listen what i
0: have never been on a set where literally i i'm not I'm not even kidding you. I know we filmed at least four episodes that day. oh yeah' <laughs> my, like, all, oh. my boy
1: my boy Barry Brewer is on the show brus and know, yeah. and they shot nineteen episodes in four days, and I was just like. Because I had Tyler Perry on my vision board because I I wanted to work with him and I usually get what I want when I make my vision boards. Claim it. But, but amen. But when I saw nineteen episodes in four days, I said, "Now, Tangerine, are you sure you want to work with this man?" Because no,
0: when I it's tell gonna you it's going to be so tiring. Smooth. No, it's smooth. It's you're working fast, but you don't even notice that you're working fast. What about like, the
1: actors who had to learn all them lines? Well, I don't know about that part. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you had to put the makeup on and once they were set, you could change some eyeshadow between scenes, but they That's have to not learn the You the be
0: her head, baby. Look, I did my makeup and we sitting there eating cookies and watching and laughing all day. See?
1: That's what I'm saying. The actor has to change clothes, change hairstyles. I see them wearing wigs. I see why, because they don't have time to do get their hair done and all those lines they have to keep learning and then, I'm just like, and they don't get a second take. I talked to my boy, Big Ja. He's on bruh as well. He was like, oh, no, no. You say it one time and they move on. I'm just like, oh, my God. We yeah, shoot fast. Kind of
0: like an acting workshop, but live.
1: Exactly. And we shoot fast. I work with Bentley Kyle Evans on the show Family Time. He created the show, Jamie Foxx show, Martin. Mm-hmm. um, Love that girl. And so he has his own studio. He's He's got his mini version of the Tyler Perry Studio here in Northridge, California. It's called Harvest Studios. And so we might shoot... 13 episodes in 12 days. And that's unheard of because, you know, in a major network, you take one week to do one episode. Mm
0: -hmm. So you
1: got, and then you work three weeks and you take a week off to relax. Then you work three more weeks, take a week off to relax. So that's why a whole season could take you, you know, months. But with, with these brothers, they're like, nope, we, we got this much money and we want to spend it this way. And we don't want to have the crew here that long. So it's like a, an episode a day, but Tyler Perry's like, no, no, no. We can do four or five a day. Don't worry. Y'all got this. And I'm just yep. like, whoa, but I still want to meet the brother and I want him to, I want to be on a first name basis with him. So when
0: I say it's going to be the best experience you ever had, like I'm, I'm, I'm acting like I know, but look, whenever you pull up, you're going to have so much fun. You're going to be like, you know what? I was tripping. I can do this.
1: <laughs> I feel like because I've been working with Bentley Kyle Evans, I'm the perfect person to start working with Tyler because I've had the experience of having That's to learn great. my mind so quickly. And I already learned lines fast anyway, but I've been doing eight seasons of that show, plus another show before that, that I did with him. So I feel like if Tyler Perry ever met me, he'd be like, oh, I should have been hired her. So, mm-hmm. Tyler, listen, I'm your girl. Exactly. I can handle it.
0: All right. There we go. And then when you need me to pull up to be in one of your productions. Hello. Hello. As a, as a makeup
1: artist, or do you want to perform your comedy? I can do it all. Okay, just to make sure. You got to make the vision plain. So Excellent.
0: Yes, ma'am. I mean, I could be in the front and the back of the camera just like you, honey. lift hey, <laughs> <hey. laughs> Now, what's one movie that kept you laughing from beginning to end?
1: Um, Bridesmaid is the first one that comes to mind.
0: Baby, listen. Team That's
1: America my- is one of my favorites. Um, Zoolander one mm-hmm. of my favorites, but yeah, bridesmaids is the first one to come to mind. Cause I went in the theater, not knowing what to expect. And I begged my boyfriend at the time. Now husband to go in there with me. And he was like thinking in his mind, he was like, I don't want to see this chick flick. What the fuck? Da-da-da-da. And we got in there and we were dying from the beginning to the end and team America, the puppet movie that was created by the guys who did South park. Mm-hmm. They, they, they say the things that you can't say as a human, but they're puppets, And so it's so ridiculous. And it's about the industry. And, um, casting couch and all this other crazy stuff it's just so funny i can watch it over and over again and zoolander with the magnum and (laughs) blue steel poles like those movies those are the first three to come to mind
0: now what's your favorite um scene on bridesmaids
1: probably them uh crapping her crapping while she's walking across the street in the in the beautiful expensive gown and she can't get to a toilet in time because all the other girls are using the toilets in the sink to throw up and crap and it's just like they they painted a picture of how fancy this bridal boutique is and how they're giving you champagne and everything is so expensive. And for them to all have to take a crap in their clothes and then she can't even make it across the street and she just slowly starts squatting on the ground as she <laughs> crosses the street in this big gown. I'm, I was in tears when I saw that in the theater. I was like, I can't believe they put this on the screen.
0: No, my favorite part was um, the airplane scene when she kept trying to get to first class. <laughs> Oh, yes, 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 yes. That was funny, he was too. She put a glass on. He was like, it's me. She's like, no, it's not me. It's not me. He said, it is you. You just put on glasses. <laughs> no, it's not me. It was
1: so stupid. But then also when they were saying the speech and she kept trying to one up the other girl every time they went and, yes. and, and 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 I was just like, this movie is funny. Like every scene is funny. It is giving really away puppies cool. like as a gift. Like, come on. What are we doing? <laughs> right. Ridiculous.
0: Now, if you weren't doing comedy, what would you be doing?
1: If I wasn't doing stand up comedy and if I wasn't acting and if I wasn't producing.
0: Right. Like if you had a nine to five, what would it be?
1: I love photography. So I would probably I would probably do photography and I love um, fitness. I always said I wanted to be a 90 year old fitness instructor. So I would probably be teaching some type of high impact aerobic class or whatever the newest fad is. I will be teaching that. And um taking pictures because I take a lot of pictures right now. I capture the moments of everything I do and people that are with me are so tired of me pull out my camera. But then they're like, yo, can you send me that picture? Oh, the one you complained about when I pulled my camera out? Yeah, sure. The one that I posted a whole album and you shared it and saved all. The- yeah. So I'm the historian. So I would be photography and um and some uh, some kind of fitness class instructor.
0: So for the inquiring minds that want to know, what is a sober vegan?
1: <laughs> I don't drink alcoholic beverages. I started drinking in junior high. I stopped by 11th grade. So I've been sober since 11th grade. Mm -hmm. I don't drink a sip on New Year's Eve to toast. I just, some people say they don't drink. And then when you're with them, they, they have wine every other night or they do a shot when they're with friends to turn up. I really don't drink. I don't like the taste of it. I would need to chase it. whatever i'm chasing with i'd rather drink that anyway so just give me the pineapple juice just give me the cranberry juice i'm cool with that um and vegetarian i'm plant-based i don't eat you know beef pork uh steak i just eat vegetation every now and then maybe a little bit of white fish but for the most part i started eating vegan in the year 2000 my body changed i had way more energy I started studying about what meat was doing to our families, our ancestors. Mm-hmm. The reason that we have strokes and heart disease and cancers and all this stuff is coming from us with the sugar addiction, the meat intake, the chemicals, the alcohol. We're doing this to ourselves. And then we're sad when somebody dies and we want to put the picture up and say, fuck cancer. Or, oh, I lost another one, heart disease. And it's like, well, if you guys will stop teasing me about the way I eat and just try it because I'm not eating it because it's nasty. Like it's delicious. I make a mean vegan soul food platter. Um, There's so many different types of foods to try that don't have meat in them, but they're based on the ones that do so that you can still feel that comfort food. But um, I just want to help people know that you can eat deliciously and still be happy, but live a lot longer and a lot healthier because you can live but you're on like ten medications for your last ten or fifteen years, and you're back and forth to the doctor because you're slower and you, you know, your bones are cracking and all that stuff. All that's preventable. So I'm a sober vegan because I want to live a longer, healthier lifestyle without prescriptions and without um, aches and pains.
0: That's right. I don't I'm not a drinker like that. Now, if I do drink, it's literally once a year on my birthday and it's whatever it is, it's so sweet. I'm either just drunk the sweet juice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a drinker like that. Like People say, well, you're so funny. I'm naturally stupid. I ain't got to have a drink to be stupid. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's the same thing with me. Like people will party with me back when we were allowed to go party in, and then they would the next day be like, girl, you were so drunk. You did this. You did that. I'm like, no, I remember it all. I was sober. Right. That was pineapple juice. Look, I, I know just, what I said. I know what I did. Yeah. That was that was a Shirley Temple I was drinking. I was lit because I'm lit. Like I'm right.
0: naturally lit. So what now I do have to ask before we move on to the next question how did you wean yourself off of chick? Because I'm I think like I'm probably gonna be an accidental vegan because I'm kind of pescatarian now, mm-hmm. but my them wings, I can't get up off them wings.
1: <laughs> this is what you do, sis. You have, first of all, you have to be honest with yourself. We don't love the wings. We love the flavor on the outside of the wings. There's not a lot of meat on the wing. They gave black people the wing because there wasn't no meat on it. Mm -hmm. We be sitting there eating 20 wings trying to get full because it ain't no meat on the bone, y'all. Y'all are sucking on the buffalo sauce. Y'all are sucking (laughs) on the lemon pepper. You can put that same seasoning on an oyster mushroom put mm-hmm. that mug in your air fryer or in your deep fryer and it tastes just as good. You could do the same thing with cauliflower. I know people get mad and go, Oh, I hate when vegans say no, cauliflower tastes like, like, like chicken, but it's you're good. not. It's, thank you. You're not in love with the chicken. You're not in love with the wings. You're in love with the struggle. Just like eating crab legs. You're doing all this struggling, mm-hmm. cracking, a cracking all this open to get this little sliver of meat out. You mm-hmm. just felt like doing an adventure. It wasn't <laughs> about the food, because you could have <laughs> just had an actual meal with a spoon or fork, mm-hmm. but, I would just encourage people to try the plant based version of it. But before I cut out because I was pescatarian, I ate chicken and fish for years thinking that that was a healthier option because that's what I was taught. Mm-hmm. And then I started reading these books and watching these videos about what they are also doing to our bodies, because fish, <clears throat> I think fish is something that we're supposed to be to eat as a human. I think that um, whatever you believe spiritually, whoever created us, I think they created everything to have a diet. So if you can reach out and grab your diet and bite into it and be healthy, then that's part of your diet. I can grab fruits and vegetables and eat it. That's part of my diet. I can't grab a cow and bite into it and be healthy. I need to do a lot of things to it for it to be edible. I can't grab a pig and just bite into it and be healthy. But fish, I can grab that and eat that raw. Unfortunately, our waters are so dirty and polluted with, you know, the mobs, you know, kill last kill or Mm -hmm. uh, oil spill or whatever. So it's really hard to find clean waters. And so then there's fish that are farm raised versus wild raised, wild caught. And farm raised usually has been injected with a lot of hormones and the water they were in was dirty and chemical based. And that has mercury and that's causing cancer. So if you're going to be pescatarian, you got to kind of be picky and it's annoying. Mm -hmm. So I I think vegans just go, you know what, I'll just not eat any of it because you can't really tell where the fish came from when you're out shopping or whatever. So to answer your question in the longest way possible, I, <laughs> I watched videos and read books that mm-hmm. showed me what your insides look like when you eat chicken. And oh. I was like, oh, I don't want my insides to look like that. And then I saw people that were getting healthier when they got rid of the chicken. And then I did a 10 day lemonade diet, the one that Beyonce always does with the, the cayenne pepper, the maple syrup and the lemon. Mm-hmm. I had done it before, you know, I, before she was who she is, I tried that for 10 days and I told myself during it, when I come off this, I'm not going to eat animal products anymore. And my taste buds changed because when you cleanse, your taste buds will change and you can easily bring in what you want to bring in. And I just chose not to bring that in. So you can't just quit cold Turkey because the chicken going to be calling you. But if you do a cleanse and then make up your mind, you can accomplish it. But if you don't make up your mind, as soon as you see chicken, you'll be like, Oh, I changed my mind. So (laughs) it doesn't tempt me at all.
0: Okay, I'm gonna have to try something because that chicken it, it calls me every day. It's the
1: seasoning it sis. Which kind of chicken you like? The lemon pepper, the buffalo, the crispy, the All fried. Chicken,
0: I don't care what flavor it is.
1: <laughs> All of that can be made vegan.
0: I've been trying to do better by baking it instead of frying it. So I mean, <laughs> but still, that's a start. That's a start. No, it's calling though. Trust now, me. Segue over because I like to know you more than just your career and what you do. Mm-hmm. So, who is your favorite rapper and singer, and why?
1: Oh Lord, favorite rapper. I, gosh, I'm really, I'm really into like hip hop music. So I listen to a lot of people. I think Eminem is super talented. I Mm -hmm. love listening to, um, dang, I have a talent show that I do every Tuesday. I have one coming up in uh, a few hours because we're recording this on a Tuesday and there's a brother that nobody knows of right now. Not nobody knows of, but he's up and coming and he's on the streaming sites. His name is Southern Res. I really love his music. I like, I like Drake. He always makes hits. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. His lyrics aren't up there with like, I love Lil Wayne's lyrics, you know, Lil Wayne, you know, his looks or whatever, but his lyrics are really, really always get me. Yes. And I'm like, is this what being high off a of Perkinsette will do? Because he's really good with um his lyrical ability. So Lil Wayne, Drake, Eminem, I'm really into Meg Thee Stallion right now. I'm really, I'm, I loved Cardi B's first album that came out with, um, I like it with the Spanish on there and with the hip hop. Mm-hmm. Like, I liked how she blended the two. I'm just proud of the ladies right now. Um, yeah, I think those are my people. Did I, and you said singer? Did I throw a singer in there? Mm, i don't even be listening to r&b anymore i used to love I used to, I used to love r&b right now i guess i'll say Janae aiko she's killing it with her sexy songs she's she's adorable and she sneaks in all the sexy cussing and 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 raunchiness and i'm
0: like yes yeah, talk your shit talk your shit so I like I her lyrically i don't know if she's my favorite vocalist but lyrically i like her
1: yeah no, no no she ain't she ain't no mariah carey in the 90s with the voice right no. <laughs> She's not that. Um, but she's she's somebody that I can listen to and be like, hey, you know, of mm-hmm. course I love Trey's songs. He's making way more music than we can ever um listen to. His albums be like what 40 tracks long. I don't know what that's about. Um, but yeah, I I what like Trey. <laughs> What'd you say? What'd you say?
0: He making albums like a sex tape, you know, really <laughs> <laughs> I
1: forgot about that sex tape. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's a typical people for R and B. I don't I used to listen to R and B religiously, but then people like, you know r kelly one of my favorites yeah can't listen to him anymore thank you i think i just got an amazon package delivered like i said they're always at the door um <laughs>
0: yeah but i mean I, I don't condone anything r kelly did but I, i'm still gonna listen to his music i'm sorry
1: i still do too and i don't feel guilty because he doesn't own the rights to his music he doesn't own his publishing so he's not making any money off of this and right. he wrote for so many other people man that I would have to look up the catalog and be like, OK, that Michael Jackson song I can't listen to. I can't listen to this. Witness, I can't listen to that. There's so much stuff he was behind. He produced the beats for people. I would lose a lot of my collection if I if I had to, like, really mute R. Kelly. So he's he you told know.
0: exactly what was going on in his songs, though. He said he don't mean it. <laughs> so, I mean, just let it go. what like, for real,
1: <laughs> he described every part of his life in those songs. And we were just listening like, OK, Pye Piper. Like yes. Oh, wait, all right, Piper. Like we we
0: listen to it all. So mm-hmm. you're right. You're absolutely but what right. are some words of wisdom you would give any upcoming entertainer or entrepreneur?
1: Mm, words of wisdom. Some of my favorite quotes are the only thing stopping you is you when you stop. I'll say it again. The only thing stopping you is you when you stop. So don't let anybody tell you you're not good enough or you don't have enough money or that you need to do it this way. Just continue to pursue your goal. Because I would have been a lot further along if I didn't stop so many times along the way for whatever distractions of, that I allowed to get in between me and my goal. Another favorite quote of mine is "Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard." And you'll look at somebody and be like, "Why do they have all that?" I'm Same funny. People in the back. I'm prettier. Hard work <laughs> beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. And you will see the people who work the hardest have a lot more success than you, who may look better. And may, you know, know more people, or you may be more trained, but that person believes in themselves more than you. You let fear make you sit there, or you let perfectionism make you sit there. And you're waiting on the perfect graphic or the perfect date to launch your show, or you're waiting on the perfect role to accept whatever you're waiting on. Hard work beats talent while talent uh, works hard. Talent doesn't work hard. So you're over there and they're up here because they're like, oh, well, I'm gonna figure it out as I go. And they're just killing it, killing it, killing it, killing it. So those are two of my favorite quotes.
0: I know I'll take the first step. That's all you need.
1: Exactly. Oh, and another quote I love is successful people finish what they start. Oh, we yeah. all have great ideas. We all have great ideas. We could do so much more if we actually executed those ideas. And when you look at the difference between your great idea and then you see somebody else be like, oh, man, I had that idea. But guess what? They actually did something with it. because mm-hmm. successful
0: People finish what they start. That's it. Yeah. So we are moving on to our segments. We have kiss or diss. These are celebrity crushes. And you're going to decide who you're kissing and who you're dissing.
1: Okay. Hopefully uh-huh. I know these people because I'm not good with names, but let's see.
0: Michael B. Jordan or Michael. Ely. Wait, no, you got to pick one. Michael B. Jordan. I just told you, Whoever
1: going to going against Michael B. Jordan, I'm kissing Michael B. Jordan.
0: You need to even hear the other person.
1: Kiss Michael B. Jordan. I said what I said. <laughs> okay. You said Michael Ely. Yeah, I would have to diss him because Michael B. Jordan is my baby.
0: Okay. Idris Elba or Boris Kojo. Who you kissing? Who you dissing?
1: <sighs> Idris, I like him chocolatey. Okay. I'm kissing him.
0: Morgan Freeman or Forrest Whitaker. Who you kissing, who you dissing?
1: Hilarious. I'ma go with um dang Morgan is so old. Morgan's been old for such a long time. He's and Benjamin
0: Button.
1: He is. No, he's you think he's going backwards? Because he was great. I feel like he was gray haired
0: old forever. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, my whole life he was gray haired. I have heard from a, uh, a friend of a friend dated Forrest Whitaker and said he was the sweetest guy in the world. And she couldn't stay with him because she didn't like his eye. And she didn't know he was going to blow up the way that he did. And she was being a typical girl, like, mm, girl, something wrong with his eye. So I'm going to well, give him
0: a of, and keep it moving.
1: I'm going to give Forrest this one. I'm going I'm to I'm kiss Forrest.
0: All right. So we are now moving on to our DAQs, which is dumbass questions. They're just random questions I want answers to. What is the dumbest lie you've been told by a person that you were dating?
1: Dumbest lie. Mm. I've been lied to so many times. It's so sad. Dumbest lie was I was dating a guy who was standing me up. And then he told me that he was late because he was doing something for me. He was preparing a surprise for me and that he was doing it with his best friend and that I was just going to love the surprise when I saw it and to trust him. And he never showed up and yeah. I never to this day saw that surprise. And um, yeah, I it sounded-
0: surprise. he didn't show up. <laughs> <laughs> like- <laughs> so- <laughs> hey, that's a good point. That's a good point. For $50,000, would you legally change your name to stank ass for two years?
1: For 50,000?
0: 50,000.
1: <laughs> that's not enough money. No, no. I'm Tangerine for that amount of money.
0: If you could body slam someone and crip walk on their face, anybody from your past with no consequences, who would it be?
1: (sighs) I'm such a nice person inside you guys. I don't have enemies. Um, Body slam and crip walk on their face is such a funny visual. First of all, Michelle, you're hilarious. Body slam and crip walk. Maybe... Maybe my ex that strangled me, Hmm. I would probably want to body slam him. He strangled me and and um and assaulted me. I would probably, yeah,
0: I think he deserves die. He
1: I I, he deserves a a a body slam and a crip walking. Can I? Can a gun be included in the?
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: Yeah, all of that goes to him for sure, for sure. And he's
0: a comedian now. Oh. Okay. Well, just let me know where I need to go so I can boo. <laughs> so, we don't condone violences. I mean, we'll lay hands, but that's only if you provoke. So,
1: Amen.
0: What is the worst business name you can give a free clinic?
1: Herpes RS. <laughs> oh, <it's horrible. laughs> okay. I don't know. Was first, thing that came to mind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we are moving on to what grinds my gloss. So, name one of your pet peeves.
1: Uh, pet peeves are people who text me hi or hey mm-hmm. or "tange" and just leave it at that because to me that's a waste of a text because you want something. So, yes. I appreciate the greeting. So, go ahead on that next line, put what you want, don't make me write back hi, and then yes. they. How's your day going? Oh, fine. What do you want? You get the point, right? To put all that in the same text. Hi, how's your day going? This is what I want to know. Let's get, let's, the reason text is great is because there's no chit chat. There's no small talk. You get to the chase, but people try to chit chat and small talk in a text and it, it grinds my gears. Cause I just, I don't need that. Put it no, all it in one. Gloss.
0: It grinds your gloss. It it
1: grinds my gloss. I need some gloss. Let me put my lip <laughs> on it grinds my lip balm because I don't need it. I, pretend that you're paying for text. Mm-hmm. Pretend we still have to pay ten cent each, like back in the day. Put it all together, save your money. I hate wet doorknobs because I don't know what the wetness is. <laughs> Did you not dry your hands after you washed them? Did you not dry your hands after you grabbed your, grabbed your dick? I don't know what the wetness is, so I don't. I don't like wet doorknobs. That that really bothers me. Um, it really grinds my lip my lip balm.
0: No, what I, what grinds my gloss is people that want to tell you how to run your business. First mm. of all, I accept all constructive criticism, but if you ain't never constructed shit, please oh. don't tell me what oh. the hell to do. <laughs> oh. Find you some business. Then tell me about mine. That's all
1: well, I'm look, I'm over here telling you, sis, I want to help you with your oh, social media. No, no, meat, no, no, no. Me- That's
0: different. Cause you, you in the lane that I'm trying to be in. But okay, I'm talking okay, about okay. your homegirl that's a telemarketer that call you like what you need to do is no, but, but what you need to do is get a dental <laughs> plan and get about my face. That's the truth. Not a dental plan. I love it. <laughs> so, like <laughs> you're still sitting here trying to figure out how you're gonna make ends meet, but you're gonna tell me what I need to do though. Okay. Mm, that's <laughs> But now, last but not least, before we get out of here, I'm introducing you to a game that me and my homeboy DJ All-Star created. It's a game called Singadoo. So it is a musical game, and what you're doing is you're singing the melody of the the song, but you can only use the word "do." You got me.
1: Say it again. Singing so, a song, but I can only so we use have, the melody. We have
0: different genres, and we have different um, songs on these cards. And so what mm-hmm. you're doing is singing the melody that's on the card, but you can only use the word "do." Okay. So I'm gonna do a couple. So you guess the song, and I'm gonna let you do some. Okay. All right. So we have R and B and hip hop. We got. Greatest hits, pop billboard hits, country rock, singer do favorites, old-school TV themes, and party and dance hits. What category are you going to do? Hip-hop. All right. Let's see here. One on the wrong side. Okay. I don't know if I can do this. I'm going to try it. Do-do-do. Do-do-do. Do-do-do-do-do. Shoot. That is not right. Hold on. You set uh, me up to fail, sis. I know. I set myself up when you said hip hop because I didn't. I don't know this song like this. I'm going to do what I know. How about that? Am I supposed cool. to guess what it is? Yes.
1: And then right. when it's my this turn. Is this
0: is R&B, though. Okay. Do 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 do
1: do 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 you ain't guess you got to guess i'm not guessing cuz i thought i i thought i could do it with you and then you switched it up but i'm like oh i don't know i don't know that song what did
0: you
1: think it was i didn't but i was just going to go with you do 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 and then you went do do
0: i do the
1: okay it's not it's not Stevie Wonder right no dang okay
0: I'm going to try it again. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. That sounds so familiar. Oh, my God. i
1: I would be so bad at the uh, Shabazz game that Jamie Foxx used to host. I mean, Shabazz. What was it called? Uh, Shabazz. (laughs) Shabazz. Lord have mercy. Bean pies. Anybody? Um Dang,
0: I do know this.
1: I I don't know. I need a hint. Who is it?
0: Baby boy. Beyonce. Baby boy, you say, oh, my, my. (laughs)
1: It, what was that, the ooze and the ahs that you went, do uh-huh.
0: <laughs> That's what threw me off.
1: <laughs> that was great. Was and anybody watching it. this is going to be like, how does she not know that? They're going to say they knew it, even if they didn't, because they get well, to watch
0: sing, it. We do Sing to Do Sunday's live, so we're going to have you on a live one time, but you need to practice, because I'm going <laughs> to No, I want to suck I like this. Sweet. I want to be bad. I want to <laughs> be bad like this. This is funny. I should have known All right. that. right, I'm going to do another one. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 Oh, I know that too. Do, do, do.
1: I keep on falling in and out of love. There with you. you go. Come
0: on now. Yay. All right. Last one. Do, do, do. Can we talk for a minute? Do, 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 do. You got it? Can we talk? There we go. All right. So I'm going to let you I'm do learning. it. Hopefully, you, you can get your dues right. <laughs> so I'm going to hold the card up. And once you pick out the song you want to do, I'm going to put it down. Okay. Are
1: right, you ready? hmm Okay. Um All right, here we go. Do <clears throat> do do do. Do 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 do. Do
0: do do do. Oh it
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Oh, that's too easy. hold it up higher, please, so I can see the last one. Oh, I don't know that last one. Okay, here we go. So, okay, here we go. Do to do to do 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 to do do to do 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 to do do do
0: do 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 uh, Pop. Okay. Do it again.
1: Do to do to do, to do, to do, to do, 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 do,
0: do, 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 to do, to do, to do, do, don't
1: um what is that oh okay let's see <clears throat> this will be too easy wait hold it up again let me see if i'm gonna do this next one instead uh okay yeah this will be easy
0: <laughs> do 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 Oh, yeah. Super easy. That is how you play Singadoo. If you are interested Super in do you can get it at singadoo.com. And Tangerine, please tell everybody how they can find you. And most importantly, how they can find your merchandise.
1: Oh, yes, I do have merch. I have shirts that say 80% vegan, 20% mind your business. And I got mm-hmm. shirts that say plant-based. It's what that mouth do with a, oh. a mouth on it with, with a cherry sexually coming out of it. I got shirts to say, I got that juice box it's for mm. the girls. And for the guys, I got shirts to say, I want that juice box. I have shirts to say wife piece. If you feel oh. like a wifey material, wife piece is a shirt for you. And there's shirts, there's masks, there's mugs, there's, there's hoodies, you know, there's leggings. I have two shows that I'd love to promote as well. Every Tuesday and Thursday live, I have a tangerines top talent show that i do on facebook and youtube at three o'clock pacific 6 p.m eastern that is an open mic virtual talent showcase so you guys can come in click the link and just show us what you got i give everybody two minutes to do whatever they're good at whether you're singing acting dancing doing comedy drawing something doing poetry whatever that's every tuesday tangerine tuesday three pacific tangerines top talent thursdays i do a live dating game show called shoot your shot. And it is super, super fun. I take a person of notoriety in TV film or the internet and I bring them on camera and then I let people click in and come shoot their shot at the person for the first and only interactive quarantine dating game show. That's also Facebook and YouTube three o'clock, but that's on Thursdays. So if you follow me on Instagram or join my discord, just You'll be very, very updated. My Discord is live. It's fun. If you don't know what Discord is, just join it and then the instructions will be in there. But that is an up close and personal time to network with me. And everything I do is um, in my link tree on my bio on tangerine.com, on Instagram at Official Tangerine, Facebook Official Tangerine. Just type it in spelled like this. That's the only reason I'm wearing it. It's not, it's not cold here. I just want y'all to see how to spell my name so you can find <laughs> me, follow me, and let's have some fun. Official Tangerine on Instagram, Official Tangerine on Facebook. Official tangerine on Twitch and this regular tangerine on everything else.
0: I know that's right. Well, that has been another episode of Candy Kisses TV. Make sure you tune in every Monday and Tuesday Eastern Standard Time at 2 p.m. And if you haven't liked and commented or subscribed by now, you are slipping in your pippin'. Hurry up. That's all I'm gonna say.
1: I'm <laughs> <swimming>. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Michelle C.
0: No problem. Okay, let me end it. And okay. Oh, you know what? I don't need to end it. I need you to do your drop. That's right. I'm glad you said yep. that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm gonna t- pull out and then come in. So all I need you to do is say your name, your Instagram, and you are rocking with Michelle C and Candid Kisses TV. So I'm gonna do uh, this right now. <laughs> wait,
1: wait, wait, hold on. Do, 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 do. Wait, do you show the names when you edit it? When you edit this later, does this name come on the screen
0: or no? Yeah, it's, it's gonna stay on the screen. The only thing uh, I okay. change is the, is the bottom. I'll, like, I'll add our Facebook and YouTube and stuff. Okay, cool. So you. All right. So you cool. want me
1: to say my name, my Instagram, and you're walk, you're rocking with Candy Code Candy. Say it again with just Michelle C. Candid
0: Kisses TV and Michelle C. <clears throat>
1: Candid Kisses TV and Michelle C.
0: All right. All right. I'm going to remove myself. If you mess up, just roll it again and I'll edit it.
1: What's up? It's your girl Tangerine at official tangerine. And you are watching Candid Coded Kisses. That's not what you're watching. It's Candid Kisses TV. I'm gonna do it again. Take two. Boy, my bra's showing. <laughs> What's up? It's your girl Tangerine, and you are rocking with Candid Kisses TV and my girl Michelle C. Follow me at Official Tangerine and take three so I could do it the way you t- asked me to do it. Oh, that was good. I, I,
0: well, I, you can okay. girl, let, me move, let me move out.
1: <laughs> What's up? It's your girl Tangerine at Official Tangerine, and you are rocking with Candid Kisses TV and my girl Michelle C.
0: Perfect! One hit a quitter! <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let me see how to do that. Okay. Candid Kisses TV is sponsored by Singa Doo. Did you do it today? Singa Doo. Sing a You do it. Can you do it? Can you do it? Can you do it like this? Genre. Can you do it right? You're gonna wanna, bruh. It's first to 21. We'll get the job done. So grab your friends and fam, cause it's a lot of fun. Some do it with some class, but make it real fast. This time is kinda tricky. Can you do it at 60? Get your copy today at singaduce.com. Make sure you like, comment, and most importantly, subscribe. And tune in every Monday and Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you feel it in your heart, go ahead and donate. No dollar amount is too small. Candy Kisses TV, baby. (laughs) Not your typical interview, y'all. Wait, I can't forget. If you haven't already, check out Artist. Period dot com. Candy Kisses TV has merchandise. Check us out on artistperiod.com. dot com. A-R-T-I-S-T-P-E-R-I-O-D. Period.